Mr. Beast just partnered with the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, as we know, he has his, his chocolates called Feastables. And now, Feastables, the logo uh, of Feastables is going to be on the Charlotte Hornets jerseys and backdrops, which is crazy. Like this... I think it was a partnership, if I read this right, like a partnership with YouTube and Mr. Beast. I got to look more into it, but um, I don't know for how long. I don't know if it's the whole season or if this was yeah. just like a mini flex, like preseason kind of vibes. But I thought this was about, and for those who people don't know, Mr. Beast does live in North Carolina. So it just makes sense. Hornets, Mr. Beast. Is a vibe, um, but I've not seen an influencer, a celebrity, besides Jordan, but he's part of basketball, so that doesn't matter, right? Uh, do this. This is fire. I don't. Most thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny because I saw that you reposted that clip with. Uh, I think Vic Mensa from the EYL interview earlier, where he talked about you want to own a color in the consumer's mind and own a phrase and own of these things. And so for a long time, quite honestly, I, I never connected the dots around why do people still advertise on say digital boards or uh, even billboards on the side of a highway or on the side of a building or in Times Square or on the television, why is product placement so important, right? You don't really make the connection until it comes at you and recognize, oh, if people can start to remember me or think about me when it comes to this, when they see my product out in the marketplace, subconsciously, they will gravitate toward it. Whether they know it or not, they gravitate to picking that one over all of the other options that are available to them on the shelf just because they recognize it. And so that's the importance of something like that. Now, to think about someone who does not come from the consumer goods industry, right? Like he is uh, not a part of the Hershey family or the Milky Way. And, you know, like that's not really what he does. Obviously, he's done a phenomenal job in scaling that business to a massive level. But this is literally a content creator similar to you and I, and everyone uh, even watching or listening to this, he started exactly that way, creating videos, sharing his content online, and has gotten to a place that not only has he leveraged that recognition or all of that influence into starting a company, but also partnering with a professional sports franchise to market, right? So, Ain't major. I mean, I, I, I absolutely love what what he's done overall, but something like this obviously is really special. And it's the hometown team, so it's got to be a little extra love involved. Yeah, but I just want to know how much that cost. That's going to cost a pretty penny. Facts. Like, that's not... That's prime time each and every single solitary time. Yeah, if yeah. Melo does something fire... If the Hornets go, actually has a good team this year and go somewhere, like that is an extremely good look. That's not okay. You know, I have 
like you said, like the jumbotron. I don't, I don't have something that goes up on the jumbotron or on the side of the arena and things like that. I don't. It's not that. It's I'm being represent chocolate. Chocolate mm-hmm. is being represented every single game. That's interesting too, right? Because it's not even like a healthy snack. I mean, I know he says that his uh, product is supposed to be a healthier alternative to chocolate, etc. But yeah, that's uh, that's another that's another interesting thing, right? Because it's not like Gatorade. Like obviously, everyone Gatorade, especially they try to market themselves as the sporty drink, right? It's the way to hydrate. It's the way to do this. So chocolate landing on a sports franchise jersey like you said i mean think about all the replays and highlights that are going to be broadcasted on different networks across the world not to mention Mm -hmm. just in the u.s right everything from espn to fox etc etc that's again all of that recognition so yeah this is this is going to be huge now i am reading the article here where it says it's a partnership with youtube and social media sensation mr beast so maybe youtube is splitting the bill a little bit or fronting some of that money but yeah it'll be uh, so don't they normally stream I don't know if they streamed the NBA one, but I know they stream, I think they streamed the football joints with the YouTube TV. So I wonder if you, YouTube is trying to get uh, a deal with the NBA as well, oh, period. Makes sense to stream the actual mm-hmm. games on YouTube. That makes sense. What is next when it comes to marketing, right? Because now it's like, the first thing that thinks in my head, like boxing, we first saw it where boxers will wear different brands on their trunks and each patch costs a whole grip. Like mm-hmm. Floyd was making millions just off of his trunk. And then other boxers started to get a hold of that. Like these were, these were their brand deals. These were their sponsorships. Uh, on top of the money that they would get from, you know, boxing and actually winning and, and that whole nine, the the event space, all that. Now, that almost seems like it's coming into the NBA. Could that mm-hmm. come into the NFL? Can that come into baseball? Can they, like, is that now going to be where it's got to be big? Because that got to be big, big dollars. Like, that NBA is super corporate that's that's not mm-hmm. they are. that's not like hey uh i got a new ebook so uh <laughs> can i can i right. get like right here just for just for one game just for one game can i get i got super dope ebooks like that's that's not that that's not that now granted i just how much did 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 mr beast make it was like 84 mil Yep, it was up there. Definitely in the yeah. 80s. Yeah. So, of course, he's the number one uh, number one top creators on, on the Forbes list this year, of course. Uh, but I didn't know Feastables was just making that much money. Like, I didn't, yeah, no. That's, that's different. That's, yeah. I don't know. You know, you, know, you know what I realized, too? The people who win in the content space, the people who use and leverage content properly. They're the ones who are not looking to utilize content or media as a side hustle. Like you're right, because 
the ebook idea, not, not to say it's a bad product. I mean, it's a very tangible product. I would suggest everyone to have an ebook of some sort if it fits your brand and your business and what you're after. But you got to think about it. And I'm, I'm, I'm bringing this back because I really want you guys to imagine this. Like, go look up Mr. Beast and the videos that he was doing when he first started on YouTube well over a decade ago. All right. Now, imagine that same person. He's the same person. There's nothing. Yes, he's changed. He's grown. He's developed, et cetera. But that person is now in partnership with his hometown professional basketball franchise. You got to think of it that way. All right. This is someone who was not looking to say like, yo, let me make a couple bucks off of YouTube so I can chill at the crib and not have to do anything. This is someone who is looking to really do something big in the world. And so honestly, I think a lot of us need to sit back for a moment and say, yo, have I not won because I'm playing too small? Right. It's like, you're not, it's not, it's not like the reason why most of us don't win. is not because we don't know how to win. A lot of us are not winning because you're playing it too small. You just treat it like a side hustle. It's not something that you're really going all in on. And I'm not suggesting everyone needs to, again, leave their nine to five or their careers if you have them. And everyone must use content creation to be a professional. But if you're in a business, if you, if you categorize yourself as an entrepreneur, personal brand, you have a business and you're using social media to help market and push your products and services, you cannot treat that as a side hustle. Your life is on the line, literally. And you see a lot of these examples, they're very unapologetic about it. We think that, oh, but they're so big. That's why they're unapologetic. No, they got to where they are because they're very intentional about how they do it. Mm-hmm. And so the, m- more and more, Nick, I j- just me personally, like I'm becoming transformed about how I recognize the importance of marketing and promo and promotions and, you know, all of these different things, because you could have the greatest product, but if no one knows about it, it does not matter. It will not sell. So this to me is like super, honestly, inspiration too, right? It's like, yo, how do you, how do you position your business in a way that you can partner with professional franchises, it's attractive to them, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm, I'm sure that the Charlie Harnets, yeah, and I think Aaron said it was about a $5 million deal, which, which seems a little low. I got to imagine it's a little bit more, but who knows, maybe because they're in a smaller market. But nonetheless, it's got to be attractive enough for the team to want to partner with him too, right? It's like, they don't just want to partner with any brand. Oh, come on. Mr. Beast. You know what I'm saying? Like- yeah. We, we've seen we've seen the Mr. Beast effect over and over again. I mean, like where he opened up, uh, what was it? One of one of uh, Mr. Beast Burgers and shut down the mall. His last video two weeks ago, one hundred twenty nine million views. Easy. So if I if I look up. If I look up his stats right now, it is 115 million from the one that's, that's a month ago, 128 mil, 167 mil, 162. These are like to get in front and understand this may be one of those. Okay. You are for sure going to put this on, on one of your videos. You're, I think he's, uh, also one of the most followed people on X as well. Let me see. Um, he was like top 10 for sure. Anybody who partners with Mr. Beast is, is it's always a mutual thing because 
they're going to get the exposure as well, the relevance as well. He has a grasp on the people right now. Hundred yeah. the 188 million subscribers, and he gets 128, 120, 967 million views. That's incredible. Right. He has 24.1 million followers on X, Twitter, for those people who can't get used to that. How much? How much? 24.1 million. Uh, yeah, no, I, I saw the article you sent. He says his reach is about 350 million across all platforms. It's crazy. 